Welcome to the doghouse for another week of us roaming wilds. We're roaming in the wilds. I'm in the wild. Am I supposed to have clothes on this time? <laughs> I'd turn your video off if you didn't. Yeah, uh, that's not something I even want to contemplate. Last time you guys didn't tell me. You know, I imagine this is the first time I guess we actually mentioned it all that we're doing video that we don't share with anybody. God no. You know? God, I remember no. the good old days when we did video. For some reason, I all I can think of is gazongas. Oh, and they were big gazongas. <laughs> they were big gazongas. And then somebody named Mr. Keto destroyed them. I don't know. Yes, it was Mr. Keto. Keto? Yeah. yeah. You just can't trust people named Keto. No, you can't. You cannot trust people named Keto. <sighs> And then some horrible thing happened that I've been trying to avoid my whole life in a very bad way, and it's called marriage. Wait a second. <laughs> you have not been avoiding marriage. I've been trying for marriage. I'm like, just not very good at it. You, you, Actually, you're right, you. I have, I've been trying to avoid divorce, Phil. You avoid marriage. <laughs> that is I was going to say, you avoid here? marriage like Phil avoids uh Donuts. Donuts. Yeah, yeah. donuts. <laughs> Wait, but in this in, in all honesty, you avoid do divorce like I avoid donuts too. That's like that. you're like, whoo, I got married and, and you like you get married and it's like I'm married. Not no, divorce. no, I mean it's if if I was better at avo avoiding marriage, I wouldn't have to avoid divorce. But you don't avoid divorce. You're like you're the only person I know who like People are like, man, I need to get a divorce. I'm like, I know a guy. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I'm really days, good at. Months, I'm really uh, time for a divorce. I'm really good at one of the two. Okay, <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. I don't think you're good at either one of them, to be honest. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I would say I got divorced down pretty pat. I was, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, he's had like eight since I've known him. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm good at that. Just, you just get yourself a good Jewish lawyer, and you're fine. Yeah. That's yeah. what I like to hear. That's what you got to do. Just just get yourself. I have three savage Jews that work for me <laughs> on retainer. Just waiting for the next marriage. Speed dial. Speed, speed dial. Speed dial. He's the only person I know who who invites his divorce lawyer to his wedding. <laughs> He's I like, do actually. The future combatants, right? <laughs> I do actually. I know. I know. Well, guys, so we actually started racing, real racing. I'm sorry, I, not, not to put down any of the other stuff that we do, but cross a flat track. I did, I did, and, and you know that I have a special affinity to Supercross. But you know, to me, it's like racing season starts when either World Superbike or MotoGP kicks off, and World Superbike's still like a month away. MotoGP kicked off. That's great. And so I'm excited. Motor America's testing at co uh, coat. Almost said at Corona this week. At Corona <laughs> this week. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Moto, that's right. COVID nineteen track in Texas. Yeah, uh, but Coda. Jeez. Um, yeah, I was so glad to see him under the lights out there. Uh, did you guys watch the Moto three race? No. Like I, I, I actually did watch. I actually. Yeah, I actually did watch like the last three laps because that's all that's I ever all watch on Moto Three. Yeah, that's all you ever have to watch. Although the whole race was like that. Like the the I felt bad for what's his name, like A Costa or whatever his name was, or A uh, whatever it was, A something, where the dude jumped into the one corner and he was like leading and came out ninth. It was like oh. yeah, but that goes that happens in Moto Three all the time. I I'm just curious what the average number of lead changes in a Moto3 race is. It's got to be way up there. It's got to be like over 15. 
It's got to be yeah. over 15 lead changes already. Because there was like five on the last lap or six yeah. on the last lap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, the top 10 shuffles completely in the last three laps. Completely. Yeah. I mean, that's I, there's, who, who, why would you ever want in a Moto3 race to be leading the last lap? Yeah, it's like, you, it's like, you're going to lose because you're going to lose. You're going to lose. The question is whether you're going to finish in the top five. Like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, they kind of need to be like, I don't know. I guess you'd want to be somewhere around seventh. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. They, I mean, I think anywhere in the top ten, you got a, you got a good chance the way they shuffle yeah. around. I mean, I, I'm looking here. The top seven were under a second, right? And the top, and the top three were under a tenth of a second. I mean, a hundredth of a second. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no, a tenth of a second. I'm sorry, a tenth of a yeah. second. Yeah, they, they have achieved. They have achieved complete parity in Moto Three, I think, and it's I like it. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, like you said, though, but you only have to watch the last lap, and that and, they, and I mean, a lot. I mean, I'll be honest with I don't you, like it. Yeah, I'll be exactly. I'll be honest with you that majority of the Moto Three racers, no point in watching it, in my opinion, it doesn't mean yeah, anything. I love watching the passing. I watch the whole race yeah, it's because like, I just love because what I watch is I watch to see who's playing around. So that they know how to pass that last lap. You think there's much playing around? I think yeah. what it is. I think I I, I, I don't Binder, even think there's any strategy. I think Darren Binder had strategy this last race. I think he tried leading. He dropped back. He went forward, and he he. No. Himself, Mo, there's no that. strategy. Yeah, that, I think just try I, to be in the top <laughs> eight in the last turn. I, I really think that's what it is. I, I think Warren's absolutely right. Just try and be in that. I think in the top ten going into the last lap, and you have a shot at winning the race. Yeah, and not uh, like uh, Romano Fanati there, right? Romeo, uh, Ro, no, it's not Romeo. <laughs> Romano Fanati. The guy who got kicked out, remember he didn't he like kick somebody's bike out of gear? He had that. No, he grabbed their brake pedal. I had that at Olive I Garden last. I had that at Olive Garden last week. Did you? Romano Fanati. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I figured you never mind. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, but he 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 had two long lap penalties and still had a top eleven finish. Yeah, what does that tell you? That just shows you that there's like parody. Yeah, there's absolute parody. There really is. It, it's almost too much. Right, it's almost too much in a way to me. Oh, which is why I only watched the last couple laps. And the most important thing is mm -hmm. they were referring to what bike was that? Hold on, I wrote it down in my notes. In the, the number twenty-eight bike uh, by Esvana Guevara. Yeah, there it is. It is the gas gas Aspar. Yep, yep. Woo, gas gas like a lot of gas now. gas going on. It's kind wait, of like wait, a studio when we're in there. Did you hear the way he said it? Did you hear the way he like said it? Gas, 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 aspar. <laughs> yes, Phil has gas, gas, aspar, aspar in the well, studio a lot. Gavita, Gavoda, <laughs> aspar. I, 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 I skipped the word I couldn't pronounce. That's the way this works. <laughs> Don't pick on me. No, uh, no. As long as you stay, as long as you stay, as long as you stay away from names and, and Warren stays away from states, you'll both be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad to see a gas, gas. Kiss my time. Arizona. <laughs> that's the first time you've said a state right in two years yeah i think he's right california california and ornia so anyway so let's get into moto 2 let's get into moto 2 because moto 2 was i thought i thought great i thought no it was, it was a great i was i was very pleased for cameron bubier for his first race I mean, to get an 11th place 
for a guy, you know, coming out of Moto America, having very little time on that bike. Um, Probably never been on that track before. I don't think he's ever been on that track before. I'm not certain. No. I, I think that was his first time on the track. Uh, that's a hell of a performance. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple guys ahead of him that went down, but I don't ever hold that against you because That's part racing. of racing is finishing. Yeah, yeah, right? and, I, yeah um, and he finished. He didn't DNF. He didn't. Right? DNF. I mean, and and he was in a battle with Navarro and uh, Viette and Canet and mm -hmm. Augusto Fernandez, who looked really hot last year. Like the guys he were battling for that like eleventh place were not slouches. No. And, well, and there is there is there is Jorge there, Navarro, who well, the rule is he doesn't finish a race. Only when you no. pick him. No, he doesn't finish a race when <laughs> I tell you what he didn't finish a race when he picks himself. Yeah, that's probably true. But yeah. I'm just saying, like some of the guys he was racing around <laughs> are not those, are not slouches. Those last few no. laps he had, he actually <coughs> closed things up. He made yeah. some good passes in the last few reps. He just got to the point where there was no one else he could catch at that point. Yeah. He, um, he, yeah, I mean, he could have got, got Navarro, the, but he, he kind of got, he could have got Navarro or Navarro could have done his job and just, you know, gone off the track. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was, he had a great race. I, I, I was very happy for him. I thought, I thought, okay. If he finished in the points, I would have thought that was a great first race. I think I would have said the same thing. It'd been a great first race, and the fact that he finished eleventh, I think, is tremendous. Bonus. Yeah, bonus. yeah big, big bone, big bonus. Big and that's that's good maturity for a guy who's basically had a walk in the park in Moto America for the last three seasons, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So that's pretty um, good. And Joe Roberts, Joe Roberts. I mean, I'm telling you, he's the real thing. Sixth place, not bad. First race out. This is now. I mean, he had a great first race last season, but. That's still pretty impressive. And, and, and the, we, you know, we kind of glossed over in Moto3, and we, we haven't even mentioned it here. There was a little bit of trick to the track, too, because they had heavy winds up until the MotoGP race. Very heavy winds. It was sand, so, the, so you couldn't really run off, and you couldn't it was harder to pass, right? Yeah. So I feel, like, I feel like they did pretty good. You know, Joe Roberts, this was his first time on that bike, you know, yep. on that team. So I, I think in general, both Americans – I was happy with both Americans. I, I was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, happy. two Americans in the top 12. When was the last time you saw that? I, I honestly can't remember. Yeah, I can't when remember. When was the last either. time two Americans on a competitive bike? When was the last time two Americans in a, in a world race actually finished a race? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> But I, so I think that's good. So that that was very exciting for me to see that. <laughs> yeah. I was more I was actually more impressed with Cameron Bouvier, I think, than anybody because that's a hell of a first outing for that kid. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I agree with that. But I also thought Gardner had a pretty good job. He, but he remember how strong he was at the end of the season last year. Well, he yeah, was outrageously he, strong at the end of the season last year. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what he is working. Yeah, he I, he's gonna be he's gonna be somebody up there. It's gonna be challenging Lowe's this season, I think. You and Lowe's Lowe's will have his four or five get offs the season too, which yeah. gives everybody else a chance. I couldn't pick him. You know, he looked good, but I just couldn't pick him. I, I went with the the rookie Raul mm -hmm. Fernandez. Yeah, I kid right. kid out of Moto three. Yeah, kid out of Moto three. I liked watching him in Moto three. I yeah. he, you know he was one of the one of the better guys in Moto three, and. I tell you what, I was I even though he didn't score me the points I want really wanted or needed in the pool, 
But I'll tell you this. I thought that was a great first race for him. He he did a better job for you than your pick in MotoGP. Who didn't? Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, he was up there, and, and, and he was in second and third for a lot of that race. Well, yeah. speaking, right. speaking of that, just guess how Roberts probably would have won the race if I hadn't picked him. Yeah, I don't know why you did that to him, Warren. That's very <laughs> un-American. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, actually, Warren, you should, be, you should be thanking God that you didn't kill an American. That's all I can say. <laughs> I know. Well, I, yeah, I was going to start calling you Hillary Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I digress. Um, you know, I thought... Uh, Bezeki for a lot of the race, I didn't think he was looking that good. And then he came on strong at the end. Yeah. Yeah. He came on strong. You know, uh, DJ Antonio, he's an up and comer. Uh, Sam Lowe's, like I said, man, it's hard to pick him because he just crashes so much. Uh, I'll well, tell you who I was not impressed with was last year's guy who kept impressing me some was Augusto Fernandez. Uh, yeah. He had a very disappointing race. There's very no question about that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Tom Ludy, but Tom Ludy just hasn't been the same since he turned like 60. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He, I mean, Tom Ludy actually looked good in the practice sessions, and I thought maybe. Did. And he just, you know, on race day, he didn't have it. You know, uh, he got his one point, right? So. Yeah. And yay, hooray. Yeah, right. Um, and and Bezeki and Giatano, they, they did well, but, you know, they. I don't think they lived up to what their preseason expectations would have been. So, so for our listeners, I'm going to translate that. That's so, G Antonio, that's G Antonio, <laughs> Giatano. I mean, yeah. I ate there the other night. Yeah. So, hey, Fa- Fabio de Guatemala. Close. Uh, actually had a- <laughs> you just call him Fabio. Yeah, it's his name, Fabio. Fabio, know, Fabio. Fabio de Guatemala. Uh, yeah, <laughs> quite a mile. Um, you know, but okay. When I, when you say they didn't look that good, I'm going to say this. It's a pretty stacked field in Moto2 it is. As, it as is. level, right? It like, is. like, uh, Schroeder, Ben Schneider, Navarro, when he finishes, <laughs> wait, 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 hey, talk that, about I, me. I know. Wait a minute. Are you talking about the kid that plays the piano and peanuts? Yes. <laughs> right. Navarro? Schroeder. No. I could even Schroeder. say that one. Schroeder. Schroeder. <laughs> Schroeder? It's Schroeder. I know a kid in high school whose name was Andrew Schroeder, and that's how I mean, that's talking. come on, Phil. That's in your genes. He's from Germany. I Schroeder. Germans to p- say it wrong. Right. <laughs> Those are British people you're listening to. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, like Bosa uh sorry. Basalmic <laughs> <laughs> vinegar. <laughs> Lorenzo Basalmic. Um, yeah. Listen. Uh, well, what, what a what a fall from grace for for Baldassare, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just to collapse, you know, for yeah. him. It's very sad. Yeah. But, uh, it, it's it's not been and and yeah, we were wrong. And we were wrong. We gave MV Augusta a hard time because they would be racing. They said they were going to have a great bike, and you know everyone has the same trap, and everyone will probably be running Kalox frames. There is an MV Augusta frame, <laughs> and they're running an MV Augusta frame. I did not know that. Yeah, but it's Baldassari. Yeah. So he didn't run the, the whole race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, yeah. We were wrong. We thought it was going to be one of the standards, but no, they actually had yeah. their own frame. Uh, that, that's okay. I also found out that you don't make the speed up chassis any faster by calling it a Basso Kiro. You know? No, you don't. <laughs> it doesn't make it any faster. <laughs> fact, 
I, matter of fact, the extra print, the extra print on the stickers floated <laughs> down. Yeah. Yes, I think you're right. <laughs> right, the, it was like, man, it's like four pounds too heavy because we have forty eight extra vowels yeah. on the uh, on the on the uh, what on the frame there on the sticker because. I think Navarro was the top one, and he was like 10. He was, yeah. Navarro, I mean, think about that. When you're dependent on Navarro to be the one to bring your chassis across the finish line, <laughs> that's yeah. a big risk, right? Yeah, that, that's, 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 you know, that's, that's taking a risk. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you know, I'm, I'm glad Lowe's finished on his two wheels. I he, think, he, I think he no did. one is as surprised as he was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But I will tell you the other thing too for Remy Gardner that's got to make him happy is that he closed it down to two point two seconds at the end of the race. Yeah, uh, which is no walking away for for Sam Lowe's, and and no. Sam Lowe's had dominated everybody during practice and the and <laughs> he just looked like he was so much stronger than everybody else and nobody had a chance. Remy Gardner actually showed that hey, not too bad, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, and and the big thing is is. You know, he dominated in practice, Lowe's dominated in practice, and I thought, oh, you're always fastest before you crash. Yeah. Right? Like, I, oh, I, he was. was. Like he he was. D didn't he crash like in the warm up? I think he I crashed think he during did, the warm up. Right? Yeah, he did. I think he crashed during the warm up. But, you know, I, I just he got it out of the way before the race. Yeah, I just, I have no faith in picking him for the pool. Just uh, it's got nothing disaster. to do with faith. I mean, I can actually make him wreck every race by just picking him myself. No, I know I that know. will do it. That will that will it do it. Jinx. That will do it. it. It is a jinx. It is a proven fact that if one of us picks somebody, there's a good chance they will DNF. So uh, yeah. Oh, actually, this week was uh, this this week actually. I mean, I'm surprised uh, we didn't have any DNFs amongst the three of us, right? No, it, it's a, a fluke. Almost. It's a fluke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> no, well, almost. Technic technically, yeah, technically, Phil's picked DNF. <laughs> he, he pretty much DNF. Yeah. But anyways, but okay, I'm just gonna jump ahead to this week because they are gonna race again this weekend. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, I would have to go with Gardner at this point. He's not I, a bad pick. Not a bad pick. He's not know, a bad. Uh, not a bad I pick. Think, I think now I'll tell you who I see moving up. I think mm -hmm. Boubier is gonna be yeah. the top ten. I think he'll have a top 10. I agree. Right. Because I, I think he's got now a race weekend. He'll have a couple more practices, a little better feel for the race bike. Um, and I'd like to see Roberts move up a spot or two. I, I think that's I quite, think it's very I, possible. I think that's quite possible. I think that's quite possible. You know, for yeah, a while, still getting used to got, a new bike. Yeah. But he also kind of got like hung out. He kind of got like hung out where he was running by himself for a little bit. So he had nobody to draft off of. Right. You know, so that kind of, I think, I hopefully, hopefully he gets a, the ability to get that. You know, well, I think the other that, thing, I think the other thing too is he's still, he's got to adjust to that bike. That bike is yeah. significantly better than what he was on last season. You know how well he did last yeah. season. So, yeah. yeah. So, that, so that's kind of where I'm at with, uh, with Moto 2. And mm -hmm. now let's, let's talk to big boys. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to say this Olaf, King Olaf from the pool picked mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, which I think is an extremely ballsy pick. There is no way I don't I think anybody. I don't think anybody else. I don't know in this dimension would have picked Maverick Vinales to win that race. I, I, I and yeah, he, that he, was as this. I'm I, I, I'm almost speechless that he one rode it well and two won the race. 
Well, I mean, that sort of kills Phil's argument about the, um, you know, the satellite Yamahas being faster than the production Yamahas. Well, okay. So what was so great for Ducati, right? Ducati had that whole shot device. And I mean, Ford Ducati steamed out to the lead. And I was like, whoa, whoa. It was like a rocket launch. They needed, they needed, they needed three red. If they had three red flags, Ducati would have (laughs) won. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, Morbidelli and I, I saw something that said they thought Rossi had a problem, too, is the the um, the, the Yamahas, the satellite Yamahas, the Patronus, had problems with their whole shot device. Well, that and, and their tires. He fell right back. There was yeah. a lot of, of racers and camps really complaining about the tires after this race. Yeah. KTM was complaining about him. It's interesting interesting because everybody on the race was on the same front and rear. Yeah. Didn't slow down Maverick at all. No, but it didn't. It didn't slow down Bagnaya from making a charge. No. Now it did uh, Zarco at times, but then Zarco picked it back up. Yeah. Right. I was shocked when Zarco, when Zarco came back and took him uh, on, on the straightaway there. You know, and, and Joey and me two, more, two Joey, more laps, two more laps and Zarko would have won that race. I think Mir would have won that race. Two more laps. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do too. I, well, I mean, a competition between Mir and Zarko, I think. Yeah. I mean, cause he was coming. He was. Coming. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, I mean, I think all things considered the, you know, it, the, the race, most of that race looked really disappointing for Suzuki. Most of that race looked yeah. horrible. And then you got down to like the last six laps of the race. Like Suzuki was coming on really strong and it's the same thing. They have better tires at the end of the race for the Suzuki. Yep. Yeah. They Just, were doing yeah. it. You know, Mirror was really managing it. You could tell. Prince was too. I mean, Prince yep. was too. Yeah. They I were wanted really... to pick Mir. I did, but to me, Qatar is always such a Yamaha track. I don't think so. I mean, not, I mean, three seasons in a row, Ducatis have won. So I would have thought a Ducati was going to win to me. The pick that I really wanted to make in that race, and I changed my mind just before doing the pick, was Jack Miller. And look where he finished in ninth. I'm glad yeah. I didn't pick him. Yeah, another guy that had bad tires. In- but I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to pick Mir, right? But I was like, man, the red plate's heavy. We know that from Supercross. Yeah. The red yeah. plate's heavy. It's very heavy. It's like, and they were talking about the wind. I wasn't expecting the wind to die. Suzuki wasn't looking all that hot in qualification. And, and Suzuki wasn't looking hot. It wasn't looking hot at all. You know, what's the thing that surprised me, I think, the most about this whole weekend, not just the race, was how well Aprilia did and how strong. <laughs> I was they just going to say, yeah. if you said anything else, I was going to say, you know, Aprilia got seventh place, I, which is amazing, right? That, that's Who absolutely amazing. Alace was going to beat Paul across the line. Well, uh, Aprilia beat all the KTMs, which we're supposed to be making another step up this season. Oh my God! I didn't they, even realize they, that they failed. They failed back big time, and yeah. they're and they had a oh they now talking about people who complained about the tires. They were really complaining about it. So those tires and that bike are not compatible. Was basically what they were saying. Well, they're going to have those tires all season, all season, so they better figure it out. They got they got six days to 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 figure something out. I mean, you know, I don't know. Phil, but when your pick falls behind Stephen Brattle, <laughs> that's pretty bad. I, I was scrolling down to the second page to see where my boyfriend. <laughs> God, I picked Rossi because I figured I. I mean, I literally, I had decent logic. I, I like oh, Yamaha's yeah. there. 
Okay. They were talking about it being sandy and windy and the stuff blowing around. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so you go watch somebody that has experience on the track. Rossi has like 600 years experience. Yep. Yeah, I mean he he's raced on that track. He raced on that track when it was when it was at, you know when, when it was, it was cobblestones, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but but he fell back like he had an anchor on him. Yeah, like he went out of turn. The first thing he was like fifth, sixth, and I was like, all right. I think all he right. was in and third was at like, one point. I think he was a third at one point. Yeah, he was. Race. Yeah, yeah, for like yeah. a split second. In that long, like, yeah. It was so bad when a somebody by him and they like threw the Rossi leg at him. I'm like, geez. Yeah, you know he got hit by everything but the kitchen sink. Yeah, he was he another one that was complaining that the tires. Yeah, he said he 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 said by mid race I was I was a driving I was riding not to crash. Yeah, and there was well, a couple that, others that, that said that. he could also use that as an explanation for what happened in 2020 too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> if I break a hip, they might put me down. I'm sure Maverick Vinales the last five race the last five laps of that race was thinking I hope this engine doesn't let go. Right, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, I couldn't pick Maverick when Olaf picked Maverick. I was like, "Who? What's the odds of his race hold his motor holding?" I I thought he was, you know, probably you know smoking an you know an an Irish weasel or something, right? <laughs> Too many Irish car bombs. <laughs> he was like, well, obviously, he figured out something that we didn't. So he he pulled the yeah props. yeah yeah right yeah he just flipped the coin. He pulled the damn double <laughs> on us. That's yeah. even insult to injury. He picked he picked Vinales, who were like, no chance that guy stays up. And then he doubled down and he's like, I'm gonna pick the crasher, Sam Lowe's. Well, he picked Sam he picked Sam Lowe's a lot. You know, that's the homeboy thing, right? You I know, so. I'm gonna pick an know. uck. I'm gonna pick an uck guy because he you know I live in a country dominated by uh, them. So between the three of us, though, Phil, who had the best weekend? <sighs> Warren, why do you have to bring up crap stuff? <laughs> because Phil doesn't because Warren me. thinks it's him, but it was I have Ken. no idea. Ken, I had a third and fourth points. I had a third yeah. and fifth. Warren Six, had thirty-two, and uh, if I double mine, I would tie Ken. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you that. know, you actually were only one position behind me in Moto Two. It was that pick in Moto GP, which I knew was your doom. Yeah, so did I. Yep, so did I. Yeah. Well, you it's might a, as well start the, the race season to the off like that. It's a race to the bottom and fills in the lead. It's just make my climb to the top even better. Or, or week, you, what you can say is in. the fact that you led after one race in, in 2020, you're going to take a different tactic this time, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Right, yeah, sure. That is true. I mean, I did hold one of the longest lead stretches ever. Yeah, and just made the quickest and made the quickest race to the bottom I've ever seen too. <laughs> I, did, I did do that pretty good. God, I don't I, know why, I, why do we? Do I this? have a, I have a piece of semi moto American news. Give it to me. So if you guys okay, I, I know nobody, like and I know nobody follows this right, but in the uh, the the French um, the French um, their their national series right this mm -hmm. week. Ex-Moto America rider of uh, uh, Valentin Debye's won Bees. both Debye's, Debye's, mm -hmm. uh, Despise, whatever. Debye's is where they race. Oh, yeah. Okay. But no, I saw he was going he, to... Uh, he, to he, he doubled. He doubled this weekend. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, here's the question I got for you, Phil, and maybe Warren, you can answer this, too. I'm wondering, how confusing must it be in a French race when they wave the white flag in the final round? <laughs> what do they do? Do they all get off their bikes and salute or something? That's why, the, that's why the Moto America guy won both races. <laughs> so they, when they see the white flag, they say, oh, it's over now. <laughs> you know? oh, we lost. <laughs> oh crap! This goes. We that's, lost. That's the signal to go home <laughs> and, and starts and starts pouring glasses of wine. Uh, there goes our last French <laughs> listener. Yeah, hey, there goes our last um, French. You know, speaking of that and the Moto America news, they're testing this week. I mean, we only got a minute or two, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher her name, Kelly Yakov, the the uh, the, the young right. girl. Is that did I get that right, Warren? I think well, you did. wait a minute. We, no, we when Warren agrees with you, you're in trouble. Yeah, I know. We saw her at Pittsburgh. She was racing the Junior Cup or not even the whatever the smaller the small bikes. Yeah, right. The small bikes. But she's going to run a full Motor America season and overseas a little bit. I think she well, good for her. Uh, uh, so in what, in what class is she going to be running this full uh, season? Man, now you're making me try to remember something that I can't remember. Um, Because that happened like at the end. I forgot to mention it last week. Uh yeah, I don't. I don't see quickly on the posting announcement what the class was. Okay, I'll, I'll look that up for next week. Um, but yeah, she's headed to Europe. Uh, she's going to be on on an American Racing Academy, American Racing, American Racing Academy bike. So that's cool because that's the same bike that uh, right. American Racing is the same team that Cambubier is on. Yeah, if it's, I mean, I, I the, believe the name's the very one. close. Oh, I don't know if it's the same. She's going to be in the Blue Crew 300 Series and World Superbike. That's what it, it wasn't that. She's going to be in the World Superbike paddock for the oh, Blue cool. Crew 300. So she's going to be running a 300. And it is the American Racing Moto 2 team, which is the same team that did Ooh. Joe Roberts solid last yep. year yep. and Cam de Boubier's, uh this year. So I'm. Yep. I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of excited about that just to see a young American get a shot and stuff like that. So yeah. I'd like I'd like to see I, any and, American. I'll take an old American, a middle-aged American. I, think she's I don't like, care. What? 14? She's wow. 14, 15 at most. Yeah, wow. at most. So I don't know her exact age, but she's a youngin. Anyways, uh, we got to wrap this up. This has been All the right. Doghouse here on ntnradio.com. Um.